Welcome to episode one. I'm Zach Baker. <laughs> I'm Chad Wagstaff. We're going to grab the bull by the horns on this one. <laughs> We've decided to name our podcast Supervision. It has two meanings. <laughs> Maybe more. Two, At least we'll two meanings. At the first two. meaning is like having a super vision. Get it? Clear, clear picture of what's coming up. Thinking big. Going for your dreams. Super vision, right? Love it. The second meaning that I wrote down was obviously supervision without a space, meaning watchful care or responsibility over the things that you are entrusted. And like gonna, not having tunnel vision. Is that kind of what you mean? Yeah, actually, kind of. But like, you know, having an overall view or vision or goal over the things that are important in your life. Yes. We're going to talk a little bit about the seven equity. But we've got some good things. <laughs> <laughs> I, we've got some good stuff planned um, between book reviews, interviewing guests. Yep. We're hoping that we can use this forum to organize some of our own thoughts and learn and grow from messages that we take, uh, share some stories about how we have seen success and overcome challenges in our lives. Grown professionally, things like that. Grown professionally, grown personally. Um, Zach and I have known each other, what, four years It's about four. Three or four years now. We've both, you know, become dads during this time. We've grown our businesses. We've become friends. Best friends. Most importantly. Most importantly. Brothers. Chad. We're brothers. You're brothers. Um, so blood brother ritual tonight after the podcast. <laughs> Definitely won't do that. We're gonna do some blood swap. <laughs> Shake hands. It's oh makes my sense. gosh. I hate hey, the world sometimes, but, but I love it. Let this be recorded in audio history throughout time. Um when we reach a million followers, we will become blood brothers. So I'm down. I'm committed to that. I'm down. I'm committed yeah. to that. I've got clean blood. Yeah, I I'm think. clean. I'm clean. We should be fine. It's fine. Uh, Let me background it. Okay, so... Wait. <laughs> Please cut all that. Um, my name is Chad Wagstaff. I'm 35 years old. Born in 1984. And my wife Amanda and I live in North Salt Lake, Utah. I'm from Utah. I also lived in Northern California, where I actually met Amanda. I've lived in Pennsylvania also. Um, and yeah, I'm a real estate agent here in Utah. I enjoy being outdoors in the mountains, boating, snow skiing, hiking, trail running, uh, that kind of stuff. I like biking. I like movies and music. Like, I don't know, just generic stuff everybody likes, right? But I have two kids. Blair is my daughter, and Luke is my little guy. And I, um, I graduated 
from Brigham Young University in 2009. I have a degree in geography. Uh, my emphasis, I always laugh because it's just like not a real degree, <laughs> um, but it is. And my emphasis is in urban planning and development. And then I became a real estate agent. <laughs> okay. So, Zach, we need to hear your story. I've talked about my kids, BYU, my likes and dislikes. Mm-hmm. I've talked about my career. Um, got. So I'm Zach Baker. Um 26 years old, born and raised in, in Bountiful. I'm not like Chad and was privileged to live in Northern California. <laughs> Representing Chico, 530. Uh, born and raised in Utah. Got a beautiful wife, a little girl who's 18 months old, giving me a run for my money right now. That's a good time. Let that be, let that be documented, that she's a nightmare right now. Hopefully she's still asleep at home. Right now, that would be good and not awake, pestering her mother who worked last night. God bless you, Kaylee. Yeah. For dealing with Zach <laughs> and Kaylee and your daughter. Well, Shit. I messed that up. At least Hadley's cute. Hadley's very cute. Hadley and my baby boy, Luke, are about a few weeks apart. Yeah. Close in age. Very close. Should we arrange marriage this right now? Yes. Document it? Yes. Fun fact Kaylee went into pre-labor no it was it was labor she kaylee went into real labor at our company christmas party at roots chris steakhouse in salt lake city utah but had to what is she went to the hospital but then had to come this is bad okay we're doing we're doing fine so 26 born raised west westbound utah yep you're in real estate have been now it'll be three years in August. Not that long. No. It's a sweet young baby. Sweet, sweet baby. Sweet Toddler. baby Zach. Toddler. Sure. Yeah. Still a butthead. Running around, but toilet trained, you know? Barely. <laughs> um, it's been in three years. Really enjoyed that. Let's talk about what you did before you got in. <laughs> three, two, one, and go. So before real estate, I had worked at Discount Tire for a about seven years, almost eight years, I think. I started as a, a sophomore in high school and stayed there for way too long. Right after high school, in the meantime, joined the Army Reserves, did my training and things like that, while still employed with discount and came back to that. Um, was in school, not loving it. Never have, probably never will. I'm finishing a degree right now and don't care to really finish it, but I'm doing it to like better my, I don't know. Good for you. I don't know. It's cheap. Do it if you can. That's right. And you can, um, ended up dropping out of school originally though, pushing my wife through nursing school. Mm -hmm. And goodness for that. Yeah. Thank goodness. Kaylee, you're holding this all together. 110% (laughs) true. 110% true. Um, I think it was there in that few months afterwards that I had realized that being at discount and doing that for the rest of my life potentially wasn't, wasn't good enough for what I I envisioned myself doing, what I, what I dreamed of doing, what I aspired to, to have in life, whether it's the lifestyle or, I mean, even the lifestyle for my kids and grandkids, 
So sure. that's kind of where I started to brainstorm and got into real estate. Figured, why not? Why not? You're good at sales. You're good with people. Yeah. Um, you don't have to go through that much school to get your real estate license. No. Fairly easy. Surprisingly easy. They should it's probably way too raise easy. that bar. First off, actually. it's way too easy. Yeah. Raise that bar up. But just I a, guess just a hair. Now that we're in. But now I want grandfathered in. I don't want to be I don't want to have to like redo anything. You can't retest. <laughs> yeah, keep me in, please. So obviously we're not trying to make a real estate podcast, but since we work together in yes. real estate, that's gonna come up, be a topic we touch on here Reference and there. To quite a bit, Reference, I'm sure. Obviously, but um more so the interesting thing is, you know. Becoming a real estate agent is really taking on a big piece of starting your own business, right? Yeah. So it's an entrepreneur thing. And and part of us doing that, we've had to get into personal development a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of started by listening to some Tony Robbins stuff, who I love, my main man, mm-hmm. and um, going to some of his events. And from there, it spiraled last year. I think I read like... How many books did you read last year? I think I read 24. I think it was two a month was my goal, and I hit it. And that's actually a piece of this. I mean, we're into May now, and we've Mm -hmm. just come through quarantine, but kind of the spark of doing a podcast was having read all these personal development and leadership and entrepreneurial books kind of made me feel like not that I have new content necessarily, but how the content that I was consuming has applied and helped me. And how my, you've applied it to your life. Yeah, and, and how I, I feel like I've had some cool things happen, and I feel like I need to share it out there to the world. I want people to be able to, you know, uh, take charge of their life, do things that they didn't think that they could do the way that I yeah. have, and... And then I want to continue doing that on thinking bigger, um, taking down bigger projects and um, building kind of a legacy. Like that's kind of in my vision. So Mm -hmm. um, anyway, that's kind of, I think, kind of how this sparked. I mean, it was a few months ago, Zach and I were just on the phone talking and I kind of said, hey, I want to do this podcast. And he kind of was on the same page, right? Yeah. Crossed my mind a time or two, but. And thankfully, Zach had hookups to audio equipment because... Shout out Colin, Colin Drake, over Colin, a musician's friend. Yes, let, thank you, Colin. Let me know if you need his, his number, he'll hook you up. And I uh, don't know anything about computers or <laughs> audio equipment. <laughs> so I'm glad that Zach can help me. And we put this together. So It'll be exciting. Um, here's Here's something I don't know that... I had told you or planned, told you, I pl- I guess I hadn't told you that I'd planned for this episode. Secrets coming out. But I want to document it and something we can look back and reflect on. All right. To, and track. Give me a one month goal and if, ooh, give me a one year goal. One year, okay. And a five year so are we doing three, one month, just, one year, just the one, two. five year? Okay. One year and a five year. What do you, I'm going to be corny and reference the name of the podcast. What do you, what do you vision 
what are you envisioning yourself? Where do you, where do you want to be? What do you want to have? What do you want to accomplish? Sure. In a year. Um, definitely in my one year plan. Um, I've got several things, uh, that I'm thinking about. I'm trying to decide what to commit to here, but, um, In my one-year plan, I want to take this podcast and grow it because I feel like it's a piece of my growth that I haven't really put a lot of energy into. Sure. And I really want to see how that grows because I find a lot of fulfillment by connecting with people and helping others and mm-hmm. and interacting with people. I mean, it's not even... I know this is like such a corny podcast thing to say, but it's really truly not for me about like having a lot of clout or getting Never, a bunch no. of followers or anything like that. Really, it's more about who I can connect to and have better conversations with and see changes with. Like, uh, that's why I like my role even on a real estate team. Right. I'm a, I'm a trainer there and I'm like kind of in that management kind of role mixed on the team. in with people. And that's what drives me, you know? But anyway, so I want to see this podcast become a consistent thing. So, you know, I don't know exactly how many episodes to say is in my one-year year plan. Maybe 24 to a month. Is that a lot? Not a lot. Maybe I don't know. We'll figure it out. But I want good. to, more than the number that we end up at in one year from now, um, I want it to be a consistent thing, and I want to see growth there. Um in other kind of goals for a one-year plan, I, I want to pick up um, at least three more investment properties. Oh, you beat me. So That's what I was going to say, uh, but I was going to be a way lower number. So now, <laughs> hey. I don't know how much way lower you can get from three. Yeah, from three to what, two, one? Uh, one. It was going to be one. But, one, uh, one is great. Your first one is the hardest one to get. So We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. Awesome. And then five-year goal, um, I have kind of a vision to maybe take on a separate um, part of the business um, out in California, actually. We've talked about that. We've talked about this a little bit. So I think I'm about the right trajectory to do maybe a dual licensing where I have my real estate license in California. Uh, my wife is from LA and uh, we like going down there. I think it's something I could see in more of my long-term plan to um, take on some real estate down there too. So I'd like to see that by the time I'm 40, which is where I'm going to be in five years, which is stressful. <laughs> so no, it's Whatever. not stressful. You're, you're it's beautiful. You're 35 and you've run uh, what? 80 miles so far. <laughs> In, in May, like, I, I'm up. 35 and I can run 80 miles. But you're going to hit 100. So I'm going to hit 100 this month. I can't in run May. 80 miles at a time. Shout out to the super marathoners who can. Shout out to David Goggins. Oh. Hope to interview you soon. I know, sir, that you would squash me like a bug <laughs> on the floor. So I only think respect. Your book scared me. I genuinely I, would cry if he agreed to a po- to to an interview. Hey, let's put that in the one year plan. Mr. Goggins, within the next year, we want you on our podcast. Betcha. <laughs> what about what was your five year? California, that's right. Something in California. So either owning real estate or having your dual license. 
I think both of those things are feasible in the next five years. I think so. I think it will naturally like I'm going to get my license and then pick something up there because we're going to we're going to buy something in Newport Beach, right? Well, yes. Open to discussion. I'm not. I love Newport Beach. Newport I love Orange I. County. Uh, my wife is actually from LA County, so we might do something more in the South Bay there, but it's fine. <sighs> think bigger, Zach. Why can't you have a Newport place and I have a Manhattan Beach place and we swap them and we. Because I'm codependent and I feel like I'm riding on your coattails sometimes and I want to ride those coattails to California. The good news is you're nine years younger than me and you're ahead of where I was at 26. So God bless you and kudos. Thank you. To you. Thank you. I didn't even get my real estate license until I was 28. I was just manager at P.F. Chang's China Bistro in downtown Salt Lake City. <laughs> Oh, I had I had PF Chang's. Uh, you did on Saturday. Did we door? Do we? Yeah, we because there's one in Farmington, Farmington now, so we yeah. door dashed it and went and picked it up. And I thought of you. How was it? It was fine. Yeah. Shout out to PF Chang's. A little overpriced, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Your your discount tire seven years was my PF Chang's seven years. Absolutely. I started serving at PF Chang's um, in the year two thousand and six. Uh, seven, actually. I'm sorry. 2007, okay. when I was in college, I started out as a waiter there mm-hmm. and just worked my way up the ranks. I mean, server, bartender, trainer, manager, um, did it all at the bistro. The bistro. Learned a lot about customer service, working for people, but ultimately did not want to be in the food industry, actually, turns out. I don't blame you. I couldn't do it. Yeah. My breaking point, actually, this is an interesting story for the podcast. My breaking point was on Christmas Eve in 2011. December 24th, 2011 was the year. To the date. My wife's family used to come into P.F. Chang's on Christmas Eve because I always had to work. It's a busy day. It's a busy night at P.F. Chang's. For some reason. For those of you who don't know, uh, Chinese food tradition, I don't know. Christmas Eve is a busy, busy day at that restaurant. And as you can imagine, it's un- you're always understaffed because nobody wants to no come to wants work to show on up. that day. But anyway, as managing, it was, you know, the fifth year in a row probably that I was working there on Christmas Eve. And I just realized that I didn't have to do this with my life. I didn't have to be dealing with angry customers, short-staffed, food service on a holiday while my wife's family like was sitting there wanting to see me, wanting to hang out with me. But I was running around like crazy trying to run around the restaurant. They were, they, they, they came yeah, the they were physically there. Cause that was the only way I could spend Christmas Eve with them. Wow. And anyway, the food industry is a tough industry because it's holidays and nights and weekends. And I kind of had a breaking point there where I had kind of wanted to do real estate, but, um, had never really pulled the trigger and, after that crazy night, I was like, that's it. I'm signing up for real estate classes. That's what pushed you over the edge. Mm-hmm. And I just knew. We had bought a house earlier that year um, with our family friend. And I'd kind of, you know, as a new homeowner, I'd gone through the process recently. And it's on my mind. But that was kind of a breaking point hmm. for me. I like it. Glad yeah. it happened. Shout out to all those hardworking servers out there in the world working at restaurants it's a tough business but it's not your future you don't want it to be 
the story that I wanted to talk about most today was just kind of how maybe like the first big goal or vision that I had and executed and accomplished um, in real estate, which was kind of at the beginning of my personal development growth. Um, I had been struggling in real estate for the first about 18 months that I was um, licensed. I was working, I was still serving tables part-time. I had stepped down from management at P.F. Chang's to wait tables again just so I could have a more flexible schedule. And I was in a small brokerage trying to learn how to be a real estate agent and sell. And then I switched over to uh, Century 21, like a big company, and was on a team and was trying to kind of get my business going there and was not succeeding. Uh, I ended up getting fired from that team, (laughs) uh, which was very embarrassing for me. I had never been fired from anything and um, definitely was humbled by that. Anyway, um, kind of felt like I had the the deck stacked against me. Um, but anyway, I ended up joining a team, uh, which would later become the elite team, which elite I'm still team. working on, actually. Home but uh, yeah, I interviewed with David Parker, our boss, um, and my business partner. And um, anyway, joined this team. And what happened there was he basically told me, hey, you can make a six-figure income in real estate if you follow these minimum standards, these daily tasks, right? Mm. And he was providing leads for us to call and um, basically just said, hey, show up and work hard and and do these simple things and fall in love with the process and you'll make this money. And that was the first time in my life I had really heard it pitched to me like that. Like I had been in other jobs where I had a salary or you know, a base plus serving commission, like serving tables, like tips and stuff. But I never really had like an open-ended hundred percent commission job. So, um, I think what's been life-changing for me was seeing that type of, um, hard work and entrepreneurial spirit actually pay off. So that was in 20, the end of 2013 is when I met Dave and, um, I worked, I showed up every day of 2014, I journaled, I listened to motivational things, I chanted affirmations for the first time in my life, Um, and... Which is so awkward when you start. Which is really awkward, but if you're not, you know, if you don't know about affirmations, or you haven't gone down that road because it's embarrassing, just own it, because what you put into your mind becomes reality, for real. Um, But anyway, that first year in, in 2014, I... Um, you know, I sold 39 homes, which is a lot, um, for, um, anyone it's, it's a lot of work, but, um, I made what, $120,000, $30,000 from those Jeez. commissions in my pocket, uh, that year. And, um, you know, I was just a, a 29, 28 year old kid. Like and this was between the new team and where you were at. Right. So this was, yeah, um, this is after I got fired. <laughs> so I got fired, I was humble, and I put my head down and worked and basically learned about the process of 
um, you know, trusting the process, number one, and just putting daily effort toward getting what you want. And I think that's kind of a powerful piece of my story is just kind of realizing that whatever you kind of decide you're going to do, if you're willing to put in the effort, it comes to fruition. I mean, I think that'll be a common theme in this podcast is us talking about ways that we saw what we wanted or, you know, we've tried kind of set up something that we want to achieve and how we're working towards getting it. And hopefully that will resonate with you guys out there that um, now's the time. This is our one life. This is not a practice round and whatever you want, you should go and get because that's what we're here to do. I love it. Yeah, that's, that's it. So anyway, um, I think that ties back to our title supervision, right? Um, Being able to see into the future and write down kind of your why and your purpose and what you want to get and how, how you need to live and who you need to be to get the things that you want and how that lets you give back um, and grow. Cause you know, Tony Robbins talks a ton about true happiness coming from your growth and your contribution. Um, and those are human needs that we all have to feel. Um, so Anyway, another podcast for another day on the six human needs, but we'll get there. I think my reasoning for wanting to choose this name for the, for the podcast supervision, because we had dabbled in a couple of different names kind of here and there and trying to come up with something that clicked or was a play on word. We, We went through a whole process trying to find something and, you just texted it over, you know, supervision and kind of explained your thought and it clicked immediately. That's it for, I think my big reason really was like seeing what I wanted in life or, you know, what, what I do, what I was doing wasn't making me as happy as I could be or, you know, happy at all, whatever it was. So trying to, to see the, into your future and, and set goals and, I think you you touched on doing your your daily tasks, things like that, finding that rhythm and that that structure. So it was really about for me what what made me be all in on supervision was how do I phrase it? What you see your life being like was taking like action. That. Yeah, was taking action towards what I wanted in life ultimately. Yeah, I fully agree. And the most important thing I think is that there's not really ever a final destination, right? It's like, as far as maybe I've come, I still have a big vision for what's next. And no matter where Mm -hmm. you are in your success or failures, it's open. Like you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. And they talk about this in seven habits of highly effective people that all things are created twice first in your mind or first, you know, mentally, and then second physically. They come, you know, you have to create it first um, in your mind, in your goals, envision it, and then you can take the steps to create that reality. Where focus goes, energy flows. Ooh, quote Tony to me. 
Tony. All night long. Um, yes, Mr. Tony Robbins, where focus goes, energy flows. Tony, if you're listening to this. Tony, I want you on this podcast, my man. I just want to shake those big-ass hands just once. I just want to get under his arm a little bit, you know, right in that nook. Literally under his wing. I literally probably as tall as his elbow. <laughs> I mean, when we were at UPW, we got pretty close to the stage. I think I was, what, two or three people away from the stage at one point. Yeah, you were. Uh, just prior to uh, the Pitbull <laughs> performance. Yeah. And, yeah, that man is a monster of a human Dolly. being. Huge. Tony's huge. All for it. Tony is both a physical and metaphorical and spiritual giant. Giant. The man is a big we linebacker. We can't talk about all this. No, it, it's, it's going to be cut. Maybe we can leave it in. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I'll just send it directly to him. I think we're going to just tweet this a lot at him. Tell somebody from his camp. What's that saying? The squeaky wheel gets attention or the squeaky wheel gets, gets the, the grease? grease? You're a mechanic. You should have known that. Listen, mechanic, use that lightly. I changed tires. You for worked for seven years at a tire shop. For I 12 think you hours a day. know about squeaky wheels. Yeah, they're... And grease. I do, I guess. Shout out to all the <laughs> people who smell like a discount tire shop right now. It's just brake dust and dirt. Hey... So follow along with us, guys. We are in for it. We're in for it. We're committed to this. Um, And most importantly, we want to hear from you how you're visualizing your life and how you're implementing growth and achieving your goals. So hopefully we can get some good interaction from you and share a few stories that um, you can relate to, that motivate you. Um, to achieve and uh, to get what you want in life because honestly that's what I'm trying to do and to go after go after it so uh, join us stay focused on what you want and never give up thank you so much for listening follow us on Instagram our handle is supervision.podcast and make sure you share this with your friends and family and anybody you think might want to reach their goals and who's inspired to get more out of life.